Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The massive game between the Sharkies and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Mm, 5.30. It's, yeah, it's our game of the week, Kempi. Yeah, game of the week thanks to Suncorp ins- Car Insurance. Get award-winning car insurance with Suncorp. Mm. Um, I mean, I tell you what, it is a game of the week for sure because this is going to be a cracking, cracking match. The Sharkies versus the Rabbitohs. What do you got, Smithy? Uh, Dale Finucane out. Big what loss. Your, what are your thoughts on the Finucane situation? Uh, it's, it's a G up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a G up. Yeah. Oh, it's accidental head contact. And I know this is a lot of people have different opinions to, to mine, mm. but um, like it's a, it's a high speed contact sport, rugby mm. league. And yeah. sometimes things go wrong. Okay. Sometimes thing, things go wrong. I just don't think you can place so much responsibility on a defender. Like they, they accused him of, of um, uh, not having, um, not having care for the the ball carrier in Stephen Clyden. To have care for the ball well, that's that's my whole point. Like, what sport are we playing? Mm. I think that's it's a really slippery slope that we're going down. <clears throat> if we're going to suspend players like Dale Finucane, uh for tackles that he he made on the weekend, mm. now you go out there and there was clear intent in in what Dale Finucane was doing. Like he, he and he said so himself. Yeah, like he said, like it was a it was a it was a crucial part of the game. Um, where we were down, we needed to try and put pressure on uh, Penrith. He seen an opportunity to go out and and um, you know try and enforce himself onto Stephen Crichton, mm. and he was aggressive. It's the way he plays the game. Every player needs to play the game aggressively because if you don't, you won't get picked. Yeah, it's a simple fact of rugby league. Absolutely. Now I understand around. Um, player welfare and particularly now with you know head injuries and the importance of looking after players welfare I I I get that and mm. I'm on board with that I think everyone involved in rugby league is on board with that but how I am completely at a loss to understand why a player can be suspended for an accidental head contact mm. and the thing is the referee didn't see anything wrong with it the bunker didn't either. The bunker had multiple opportunities to look at it. They seen nothing wrong with it. Mm. Yet we have a different opinion when it comes to the match review committee. Yeah. And I just wonder, I just wonder if, you know, and, and I, I'm just tossing this up there. I'm not saying this happened, but like, were they told to charge Dale Finucane mm. just because of the look of it? Yeah. Now, and this has been said multiple times and we don't, don't want to get bogged down this. We want to talk about the game, but if Stephen Crichton bounces up and he doesn't have that, laceration to his ear, mm. Dale Finucane doesn't get charged. Yeah, it's a good point. You know what I mean? It's a really good point. And it's just, I, I, I can't believe it. And and I agree with Dale by saying this has set a precedent, and I'll say it again, we're going down a slippery slope mm. when we start suspending players for accidental head contact. It's a part of our game. Mm. It's a part of our game. And unfortunately, right, our game is not for everyone. Yeah, It is not for everyone. Mm. And if we're thinking about, oh, we need to protect, you know, like our juniors and our mums and dads wanting to put junior players in there, we have rules in place. Mm. We have specific rules in place for junior football players, junior rugby league players, boys and girls, Mm. that protect them from those those types of tackles. Okay. We we have safe play rules um, 
you know, young guy, young young children up in Queensland now, they have a no tackle policy, um, in through under sevens where they actually learn. They're learning to defend properly, proper tackle technique. So then they transition into a game where they tackle. They start tackling. Oh, okay. So they still you know learn I mean? to tackle. They just yeah. don't play tackle. They learn in training, okay. but they don't play tackle. Just okay. to introduce them into the game of rugby league so mm. they feel, everyone feels safe yeah. and they feel good about playing rugby league. But they're learning every time they go to training. Mm. But then, then they transition in, into tackling. So then they're all confident. Yeah. So they're, they're, you know what I'm saying? But things are in place. They're, they're, yeah. There are rules in place for junior footballers to protect mm. them from this stuff. Yeah. NRL players, they are elite sports people. Mm. They understand. Like They're talking about like reducing risk. Every player that enters the field of play, you know this yourself. You've played yeah. the game. They enter the field of play knowing there is a risk of injury. Yeah. Yep. There is a risk of injury. Every time you touch the football, every time you make a tackle, there is a risk of injury. Mm. And I think it's a very slippery slope we've gone down by suspending Dale Finucane. Outside of that, I think Cronulla beat South. Yeah. I think they do. I think I, I agree. I think the Sharkies get the job done. I think that that they first twenty minutes there, they were they were, you know, quite dominant with the Penrith Panthers. And the Penrith Panthers don't get dominated very often at all in the first twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um I think the Sharkies uh Get the job done. I, I, I look. I like the the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I I love their story this year because honestly, six weeks ago I thought they were done. I, even yeah, with yeah. with coming yeah. Latrell, with Latrell coming, coming back, back mm-hmm. I thought they were done. I, I really thought. Look, so much has gone against them. They've had some key injuries. You know, Lockie Ilias has had way too much pressure put him on too soon. You know, maybe they should have kept Reynolds and all of, all of that carry on. But now I I think that. Maybe they won't beat the Sharks this week, but I do think they could build into a real threat come finals time, mm-hmm. you know, because they're going to have extra time with Lockie Elias. I think Lockie Elias played probably the best game of his career on the weekend. Yeah, he did. Um, the more time Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell and him have together and Damien Cook and Cam Murray, mm-hmm. they can build up those combinations to really challenge the top dogs. Yep. I, I don't think they're there just yet, but I think they can get there. Whereas six yep. weeks ago, I absolutely didn't. I, I thought they were going to miss the eight. Honestly, did. Yeah. Well, the, the, they need a strong performance this weekend. And if they can play like really well and beat the Sharkies, it's going to give them a lot of confidence in the remaining five games because they've got some tough games coming up. Mm. they got some really, really tough games. Uh, they, well, they finished the season with Newcastle. But um, oh, sorry, uh, South Sydney. They they finished the season with the Roosters, mm. right in the last round. Before that, they've got the Cowboys. Uh, they got Penrith. Wow. <laughs> they got Parramatta. Holy! Like and 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 the Warriors next week. Yeah. So like, you go past Warriors. They got a season. They got three weeks full of like top eight teams. Mm. Yeah. So um, they need to be ready to go this week against yeah. Cronulla because, like, if they want to, if they want to go deep into the finals uh, series, they need to be beating these teams because they're going to face them in, in yeah. five weeks' time. At the very least, they need to be competitive. If yep. they get blown off the park, ooh, that's that's a tough loss. Yep. Tough so, loss. So we'll get a good indicator of where they're at this yep. week against Sharkies. Yeah, totally. And they're only really not, not not. It's a big out. Mark Nichols is a huge part of it, mm. but they're only essentially missing Mark Nichols. So they're basically at full strength. Yep. You know. If, uh, Saluka Fafita is a big boy, so he, he can definitely do the job. <laughs> uh, that was the game of the round thanks to Suncorp Car Insurance, winner of CanStar's Outstanding Claims Award seven years in a row, seven years in a row. So it's easily some of the best in the business. If you need car insurance, go to Suncorp and get some car insurance with Suncorp. Now on to the next round, uh, next game, sorry, the Brizzy Broncos versus the West Tigers. Yep. Cobo's still out uh, with Billy Walters' return at hooker, pushing Jake Turpin to reserves. 
Delois Hoyter mm-hmm. replaces Jordan Pereira on the wing. I think Pereira has COVID, whilst uh, Dean Mariner makes his debut at centre. Now, Dean Mariner... In Big raps on Dean. Yeah, he scored a hat-trick in the trial, I'm pretty sure, for the Brizzy Broncos this year. Um, the good thing about the Broncos is in, their, in this position where they're really bringing in, you know, guns, whereas there was a couple of years there where we were bringing in players that really weren't ready for first grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Tigers, Alex, uh, Alex Seafarth. Uh, comes Seyfarth comes into the back row for Luke Garner, which is the only change to the starting 13. Austin Diaz is the new man on the bench. How do you yeah. see this game playing? Oh, well, you wouldn't change, would you? Mm. Like um, West Tigers, again, we, we spoke about them earlier. They they were they were great on the weekend. Um, played just really good footy, really good footy. And I'll tell you who I was super in, impressed with um, was Dane Laurie. Mm. He was so good. So good. Yeah, he was so explosive. Really, dangerous. every time he touched the football, mm. you just thought oh, something's going to happen here, yep. and, and he made it happen. Like he just that great support play mm. on the last you know, try that they scored um, to set it set up a try down that right hand side. Um, he's such a good player, mm. such a good player. Just with, um, just with Dane Laurie quickly, like when I, when he came onto the scene last year, I was really impressed. And then this year, I was a bit concerned. Like, does he have what it takes to take that next step into that top tier fullback? The game on the weekend for me was probably the closest I've been to saying, you know what, I think he does have what it takes to become that, you know, next tier of fullback that mm. can win a comp kind of thing. Yeah. Um, now, I'm not saying that they will win a comp. What I'm saying is is that to win a comp, you need a level of player across the board, yes. especially in key positions. And I think Dane Laurie may be able to progress into that. After seeing what he did on the weekend, he was amazing. And he had mm. everything. He had ball yeah. running, ball playing, ball support. Yep. Defense was great. Um <clears throat> But I think yeah, I think the Broncos too good. Like this is they're they're a footy side at the moment that are high on confidence, mm. high on confidence. Yeah, and yeah, they did a really good job through um, the Origin period where they were missing several players. Um, they were missing Payne Haas there for a couple through injury, and they just they they went out and got the job done. Mm. They got all those players back last week, and as I said, they they looked they looked a level above Parramatta. Mm. Mm-hmm. They really did. They outplayed them in every facet of the game. And uh, you know, Selwyn Cobbo's yet to return. Billy Walters comes back. I think that's a, that's. Although Jake Turpin was really good last week. Yeah, he was he good last week. He sure. broke his finger though, mm. so um, he he's out of the footy side. But um, yeah, back at home uh, playing West Tigers. If they if they turn up with the right attitude, which they have, I've been super impressed with them all year with the way they approach the game mentally. Mm. They've attacked footy games. They haven't gone out and just gone. Oh, let's see how the opposition are going to play today. And then we'll we'll play accordingly. They've just gone out and attacked the game um, and played with you know such great energy and enthusiasm. If they do that, they they get the win this week, I believe. Yeah, I think so too. If they stick to if they don't take Tigers lightly, I think they get the win. But the Tigers have proven they can take it to the top tier teams. They proved it last yep. week. So there's no reason why they can't do it to the, the Broncos because Cowboys are higher on the ladder. So yep. um gonna be a cracking match. Now, got some text here. Gents, if by some miracle Para beat the Panthers again, psychologically, if they ever meet in the semifinals or uh, in the semifinal, mm-hmm. how much does that affect the Penny Panthers, Para George? Uh, look, I, I don't know. I don't know really if that would affect them too much. It, it'd be in, in the back of their mind. Mm. There's no doubt about that. And they'd also think back to was it just last year where they only just went past Parramatta by two points. Yeah, and many would say that you know Parramatta were they were dudded. Mm. Um, by a call late in the game where Luai held back, I think, Dylan Brown. 
on a kick chase, and it should have been a penalty. Yeah, but and then the trainer go. also like stopped the game. Yeah, when they were kill- on the momentum. yeah on the try line. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, many many people believe that you know Parramatta could have beat them in that semi final too. Played at Mackay. Mm. Uh, so yeah, look, I, I think if they were able to come up with a victory, an unlikely victory this week against Penrith, mm. no doubt that would be in the back back of the you know the Panthers' mind. Come semi final time if they met again. Yeah, I uh, got another text here. Uh, hey guys, uh, Devontae here. Question for Beacon Smithy: Who was a player who had the most chat while playing against? In brackets, didn't shut up. Um, I got one. Yeah, you go, Wendell Saylor. <laughs> and there's only these two really. Wendell Saylor absolutely sprayed me on his. I played him on his game back into rugby league, first game back. Yeah, I couldn't believe that I was standing across from like a Broncos legend in Wendell yep. Saylor. I also couldn't believe how big he was. I was like, how is he so big and fast? He did not stop spraying me. All he kept saying was, "You're not playing soccer now. Go on the outside. I dare you to go on the outside. I dare you to go on the outside." So a lot of chat, and also another guy that chat a lot was Rod Jensen from the Cowboys. Oh, really? A lot of chitty chat from Rod Jensen from the Cowboys. Rocket Rod. Rocket Rod. Um, now, uh, you got your person? No, I've got no one. Got no one? No. Um, you didn't play much footy, so you wouldn't probably <laughs> have this football. Uh, we're going to head to a break and uh, see you on the other side. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.